Welcome to Beyond the Lines. I'm your host, Jason Davis. You can follow this podcast on Facebook at Beyond the Lines Podcast, on Instagram, Beyond the Lines Podcast, and also on Twitter at underscore Beyond the Lines. This is episode six, and today we'll be talking about role models. Now, most of us as kids had an athlete, singer, movie star, or some other entertainer that we wanted to be when we grew up. We emulated everything they did in hopes of being like them one day. We had their poster on our walls or ripped the pictures out of a magazine and taped it on the wall. There was no internet or social media, so our role models weren't as readily visible or accessible as they are today. The term, quote, role model is just as subjective as it is controversial. Some of us may remember the controversial statement Charles Barkley made in 1993 in a Nike commercial when he basically said, quote, I'm not a role model, end quote. There's two sides to the role model debate. On one side, there are those who feel that athletes chose to be in the spotlight, thus they need to accept that and act that way. On the other side of the debate, there are those who feel that athletes and entertainers may have chosen their profession, but they're entitled to a, quote, private life, regardless of the youth who may or may not aspire to be like them. According to Kenneth L. Shropshire, who contributed to the book Paradoxes of Youth and Sports, a role model is a person such as a hero or a mentor who acts as a leader to be emulated. The AACAP, which is the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry, defines a role model as, quote, a person who serves as an example by influencing others. For many children, the most important role models are their parents and caregivers, end quote. Now, by leading by example and accepting the fact you are your child's main role model will help them to adopt and practice throughout life. The AACAP says, quote, children look up to a variety of role models to help shape how they behave in school relationships, or when making difficult decisions, end quote. It's imperative for parents to take a look at the way they are living their own lives and reflect on what they want their children to mirror. Negative role models also influence children. Now, there are five practices parents should avoid in order to put yourself as the positive role model your young athlete needs to build character and confidence in sport and life. Number one, don't silence your goals. To help children feel comfortable talking about goals, we as parents need to share our own aspirations. The secret is to purposefully model goal setting when your kids can watch or listen. Modeling is such a simple way to learn the skill. Number two, don't set unrealistic expectations. Be aware of your athlete's true capabilities and work with them to set realistic expectations for themselves. Be careful of setting too high a standard. Putting your kid in situations that are too difficult puts them at risk of failing and lowering feelings of competence. Number three, don't lose sight of the big picture. Some sport parents get so caught up in wins or losses that they forget how sport improves the lives of young athletes by teaching them values and life skills, such as honesty, integrity, sportsmanship, and teamwork. Number four, don't let your emotions get the best of you. When parents yell at or criticize athletes, coaches, or referees, they set a really bad example. It's no surprise to find that parents who have poor self-control in their own lives often have children with poor self-discipline. And number five, Don't forget to show empathy. The more aware that kids are of what empathy sounds like, the more likely they are to use those behaviors in their daily lives. So now let's meet this episode's special guests. 
So first we have Sean, who's 14 years old. He plays baseball, football, and he also wrestles. We have his sister, Aubrey, who's 12 years old. She plays soccer and softball. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, thank Hi. you for having us. Thank you for being on. So today we're talking about role models, and I wanted to get you guys' opinion on some of this information when it comes to uh, role models. So I'll start with you, Aubrey. When you think about or hear the term role model, what does it mean to you? What comes to mind? When I hear role model, I think of somebody that you aspire to be or somebody that you want to be when you meet her. And what about you, Sean? Yeah, I kind of think the same way, but like it's someone that you want to be, but also be better than them. So like someone that you strive, like a challenger, like my brother. I'm like me. I'm personally trying to be better than my brother at everything he does, whether it's weight training, conditioning, baseball, football, or wrestling. It's like somebody you want to overcome. So you look at it as a little bit of a challenge as well. Yes. Okay. Sean, how have we as parents, coaches, adults, etc., been at being good role models for youth athletes? Y'all been good about like, you know, just introducing us to these new things, correcting us when we get it wrong, teaching us new ways to get better, and just giving us encouragement as we go along to our trials, getting better. And what do you think, Aubrey? What's your opinion on that? Y'all are doing really good. You're helping us be good in the real world. Okay. All right. So thinking of your parents, the adults, and coaches in your life, who has been your role model? I'll start with you, Aubrey. Hi, my brother, Shadow. Okay. And how has he been a role model to you? Because he has a YouTube and like he was in the news when he used to play football. So I inspired to be like on the news like him. Okay, great. Great. And what about you, Sean? I think it has to be my sister. Her name's Shadow Willing. She's just athletic all around. Okay. She's probably the most athletic person in our family that I know. Like from being the best defender on her uh, basketball team from catching every ball in her softball team to just being awesome. the most academic person all around too. I want to be good athletically and academically. And if I feel like if I challenge myself enough to beat her, I might get there. It's different because Aubrey, you're, you're looking towards a male in terms of that role model. You want to be better than that male figure. And Sean, you're looking at sort of your sister, the female to be better and, and kind of role model yourself after her which kind of leads me into uh, the next direction I want to go because I want to get away from the role model topic for a few minutes and get you guys' thought and reaction uh, on two recent topics that I had on the show. So two weeks ago, I did an episode on women in male-dominated sports. The participation of girls and women in sports like wrestling and football has been increasing. I had a 15-year-old female wrestler on the show, and she wrestles for a high school team. When I asked her about what she thought of women in powerful positions in predominantly male sports, she said, and I'm paraphrasing, Female empowerment. Women can do anything. Aubriana, I'll start with you. What are your thoughts when you hear about women in male-dominated sports? Well, I think of like boys play ball, or like most boys play football, and girls will do like soccer or softball. Okay, and, and so when you hear about women in, in male-dominated sports, because obviously this year there was the, the first woman to ever referee a Super Bowl game. There's also a female coach for the Boston Red Sox and a minor league team. Um, when you hear about women in those kind of positions, does that give you sort of that aspiration to kind of achieve those levels? Yes. Great. Great. And Sean, what's your reaction? So back when January 4th, like I said, Boston Red Sox hired Bianca Smith to coach one of their minor league teams. She's the first black woman to do so. When you see women in not only Major League Baseball, but other professional sports dominated by men, what is your reaction? What do, you, what do you think about that? 
When I hear that, I feel like if they're academic, if they're good enough and athletic enough, they should be able to do it. Just because you're male or female doesn't mean you're not allowed to do a single sport. Anybody can play any sport as long as you know what you're doing and if you're athletic enough. That's like me playing soccer. I'm a, I have endurance. I'm not fast enough, but I could be a good defender if I really wanted to. That's great advice. Great information there. So three weeks ago, I did a show on this idea that young athletes feel that they have to be the number one player in the nation in their sport or they're a bust or what you kids may call today trash. I had on a 13-year-old football player as a guest, and he said that most kids around his age see all these other athletes on social media getting all of this attention. So others feel like they have to be the best in order to get recognized or they're not any good. So Sean, I'll start with you. What are your thoughts about young athletes feeling like they have to be the number one player in the nation or they're a bust? I mean, like, yeah, you have that sort of pressure on you, like from your teammates to your parents, to your coach, like you want to be the best player out there. You don't want to be like, you don't want to be the last one and nobody recognizes you. You want to be like number one and everyone knows your name or get on the newspaper like my brother was. But like, if you can't, then you can try, or you can always try to be better than what you are. But like, sometimes that's hard for like position, like some people in, like they can't afford to get like proper training. They can't afford to get like regular equipment or they know they just like can't like, this depends on like where they're at or how they're financially stable. Okay. And, and you made some good points in there. What I'll ask is this. So if you, even if you have all access to the equipment and, and training and all those things, but yet you still don't become the number one player in the nation in your sport, are you considered a bust or a failure? Not always. It's just like, it's on you. Like it's your drive. Like, do you really want to do this? Or are you just going to say, like, eh, that's okay. I'll let someone else take my spot. It's like, it's also, it's physical, but it's also mental. Like Absolutely. you mentally want to be the best. Good point. Good point. And what are your thoughts, Aubrey? I think there, like what Sean said, there is a lot of pressure on you by your parents, your coaches, but you don't have to be the best. You can just be on your top notch or the best that you can do. I agree. Now you both mentioned uh, the word pressure. Do you feel that the pressure pushes you or do you feel like the pressure hurts you? It's just your interpretation. Like I know some people who like can't handle pressure. Some people thrive on it. I consider myself probably someone who let it take over me. Like I'll get scared sometimes, but then it takes me a minute to realize I can do this. Mm -hmm. So I feel like pressure pushes me forward. Okay. And what about you, Aubrey? Like Sean said, yes, the pressure can like get to you, but it depends on who you are as a person. If you're competitive, the pressure won't get to you. But if you're like not so competitive, the pressure will get to you. Gotcha. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, do you guys know who Charles Barkley is? Yeah. No. Well, Aubrey, Charles Barkley was a, an NBA star. He played for the 76ers, Phoenix Suns, Houston Rockets. He was one of the best players of all time to play in the NBA. He was a little bit undersized for uh, the position that he played, but nonetheless, he was one of the best players to ever play the game. I'm going to read you a quote, and I want to get you guys' take on what he said here. And this is going back to being a role model. So in 1993, so this is long before you guys came along. In 1993, during a Nike commercial, Charles Barkley said, quote, I am not a role model. I'm not paid to be a role model. I'm paid to wreak havoc on the basketball court. Parents should be role models. Just because I dunk a basketball doesn't mean I should raise your kid. So I'll start with you, Aubrey. What is your thought on that? I think that he was just trying to say that he just because he's the best doesn't mean he can like do everything or teach your children everything about basketball 
when he made this comment back then, there was like half the people agreed with him and the other half didn't agree with him. Most people, the people that didn't agree with him felt that, you know, you're in a position, you're a popular athlete, you make a lot of money, you're on TV, and then a lot of the kids look up to you. So yes, you are a role model. The other half that sort of agreed with him was like, you're right. You're not a role model because the parents should be role models or people closer to the kids and the family should be role models. So it caused this divide. So if there's a kid that's looking up to Charles Barkley and he says, I'm not a role model, how do you think that affects the kid that's looking up to him? I think that'll give the kid some doubt and make him feel like not determined to continue. Correct. Right. And what do you, what do you think, Sean? How do you feel about that comment that Charles Barkley made back in 1993? I felt that leave a lot of kids and parents confused. They see the super all-star athlete who's making money, and then he says he's not a moral model and no one should believe in him. And they'll be like confused. If your idol is telling you he's not good at something, you'll feel a little confused. And it's like who you have to turn to to give hope. Gotcha. I understand. All right. Well, being that so many professional athletes are accessible via social media, do you think your friends or even your teammates pick and choose their role models based on what these athletes post on their social media accounts? Yes. No, I don't think so. Why don't you think so, Sean? You could be the most fashionable dude, the most stud out there, but if you ain't good, you ain't good. Like, it's all about action. Okay, so if you talk the talk, you got to walk the walk, correct? Mm-hmm. So if you're the most fashionable guy out there, the most stud out there, but you don't play very well, then they do not going to want you to be their role model. Yeah. Gotcha. And why do you think so, Aubrey? Because it... Depends on what you post. If you post like a good thing about you, most people are going to be like, oh yeah, I want to be like them. But if you don't post something good about you, then people are not going to want to be like you. Okay. So even if you have, say, a bad game or, you know, a bad series or anything like that, if you post something good, then the bad stuff doesn't really matter and people are still going to be like you. Yes. Okay. All right. So this question, I'll start with you, Aubrey. If you could meet your role model or favorite athlete, what would you ask them? What would you say to them? I would ask them how they get up to their level and how can I become like them? Okay. And what about you, Sean? I'd be a real deep. Like, I'd be like, how did you start off? Like, who helped you? Like, what made you so determined to reach this goal? Okay. All right. So finally, if you were in a room full of parents, coaches, and adults, what suggestions would you give them about being a role model for young kids? And I'll start with you, Sean. I would say, like, don't always pressure your kids to be the best. Like, sometimes kids want to be a break. They want to have fun. They want to goof around. They want to chill with their friends. But, like, when it's time to work, it's time to work. So don't put so much pressure on them. But, like, don't put less pressure. Have it moderate. Like, when it's time to play, it's time to play. When it's time to get serious, it's time to get serious. So let kids be kids. Let, let the kids have their fun time, but also... When, like you said, when it's time to work, it's time to work and be serious then. Yeah. Okay. Good point. What about you, Aubrey? I agree mostly with Sean. Like, don't pressure your kid. Make sure they are on a high level, but make sure they can still have fun. And also, I got I to also back off. I'm going to read okay. on what she said. Also, don't put your kids in a situation where you feel like they're not going to strive. Put them in something where you think they're going to flourish, develop, grow. Say if your kid's new to baseball, you wouldn't put them in a cage that go, hits a 1,000 miles per hour ball. You put them in like something that hits like 30 or 40. Just little things. Okay, so put them in a situation to help build up their confidence. Yes. 
Okay. And I have a, I have a follow-up question here. If you felt that kids don't need all that pressure, do you feel like parents, coaches, adults don't realize that young kids, young athletes are really trying and really are doing their best to be the best they can be? And we kind of overlook that a little bit. I'll start with you, Sean. Y'all know what y'all doing. Some adults can see like if a kid's trying or not. Like me, I can go out there and miss every ball, but if I'm hustling, if I'm getting to the ball and I'm just not making my throws, my coach might see that and say, this kid not good, but he's putting in the work. And I just need to work on him correctly and speak to him in a certain tone that makes it sound like I'm not mad, but I just need him to put the work in. Okay, a right, good point. What about you, Aubrey? Yes, yeah, like my dad, he puts a lot of pressure on us to be the best when he knows we can be the best. Okay, gotcha. Alrighty, well, I thank both of you for being on the show. I really appreciate it. And I wish you guys the best of luck in whatever sport you guys decide to go down. At this age, I recommend you guys continue to play multiple sports. You don't need to specialize right now. So enjoy playing two and three different sports. Eventually, at some point, you will decide on one sport. So I really recommend that you continue that. And I wish you guys the best of luck in everything that you do. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. I'd like to thank Sean and Aubrey for coming on the show and sharing their thoughts. So what are the three takeaways from today's episode? Number one, your influence as a parent is something that should not be taken for granted. Remember, young people are always observing your actions and attitudes. At the end of the day, the way you behave can easily impact your child's development in a positive or negative way. Number two, have a conversation with your son or daughter about what a positive role model should act like. Number three, kids, whether it's your parents, an athlete, a movie star, or a musician, Model yourself after someone who acts in a positive manner with good self-control. That's it for episode number six. If you found this episode helpful, I'd ask that you share it with three of your friends. If you enjoy this podcast, I ask that you subscribe. Please tune in next week when I'll be talking to teenage athletes about the issue of race. As always, thanks for listening. Take care.